Hey peeps, it's me again. I just wanted to come back on, you know, pot, the podcast. And I just want to talk about what I've been seeing. Oh my god, oh my god, I've been seeing this myself. And a lot of Latino TikTok has just been livid as of late. And I say the word livid as of late because a lot of people have been trying to go into this gentrified movement of trying to be us in every type of way, which is weird. Okay, so for one thing about the whole uh, white people coming onto the scene with renaming all our authentico Mexican cuisines and calling them things like conchas as seashell donuts and basically uh, calling cowboy caviar as ceviche and then calling it as spa water which is basically booty water if you didn't know because your ass basically is in in a spa so that's why for the name booty water it makes sense to call it that because it is and then the other one being the fact they're trying to call that an agua fresca and then the other shit with the latest which is calling esquite which you know that's kind of new to me too but Still, it's weird. Why would you rename that Mexican corn salad? I mean, we live in California, majority of us, you know, who are in America. And and also places like Texas and Arizona and even up to Nevada. I would think the Southwest on the West Coast would be more inclined to understand the names of this stuff. But yet purposely want to do the opposite because... I guess to them, they don't think it sounds cool, but yet you say California, you say San Diego, or you say Santa Cruz, and that one is, like, not really hard to say. You just put, like, your own American, you know, I guess you can say access to it, and you still say the name right, but for some reason, they're thinking it's okay to gentrify the food by even renaming the food as something more palatable for white audiences. And I think it's because of all this fucking, you know, influencer nation bullshit or because these people don't have anything else better to do. So they have to go climb on this weird, bizarre thing. And then try their hardest to make it seem like it's more than what it is. And then also there's some other Hispanics that are like not cool with the fact that us Hispanics are calling people out for this crap. And they're not happy about that. And for a few of them saying it's not a big deal. And then also a few white people are also saying it's not a big deal, What like no one owns this and that and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, excuse me, yes it's true, corn is not just exclusive to the Americas, but in ancient times it actually was, it's just these days it's become international. I get that part, okay? The other part I get too is the fact that the same with those things, Also, with the other fact of the matter is that they've been doing this for a while. I mean, like, when one other TikToker pointed out, like, with uh, the word burrito, and I guess in America, European white culture over here, they call it wraps. It's like, we get that, but you know what the name the burrito was meant for? It's for the nickname for an actual donkey, which is in Spanish, for burro, hence the name burrito, because in olden times in ancient mexico times and lord they had you know people who didn't have cars and stuff like that and in ancient times if they had wagons or if not they had themselves a donkey which is basically a burro and when they would do is pack 
the stuff in the burrow, like whatever pockets and whatever sacks they are having for their, you know, journeying, or they're probably doing some farm local harvesting, or they're selling somewhere on the street something, or they're exchanging and doing a business. That's what they would have, and that's hence the name burrito, hence the name burro from the actual name in English, which is donkey. So that's my point, what I'm saying. But I feel like it's deliberate. Because why is it that you went from that and yet you live down here, like over here in the southwestern part of the nation, which is basically California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and freaking, you know, parts of freaking Nevada, Utah, even borderline Colorado. And how the hell you can basically not know the name of Esquite? How the hell you not know the name Burrito? How the hell you not know the name of Base Chocolate? How do you not know the name of Tacos? How do you not know the name of basically Conscious? How do you not know the name of Ceviche? How do you not know the name of Agua Fresca? How do you not know those fucking names? And you're a, an American white person or other American English speaker of other different nationality of color or not how do you not know that and you lived in these states for how long exactly that's my point it's like our culture has been so already absorbed into the American culture that they forgot that this is the American culture too actually it's more American than the people who settled over here thousands of years ago okay or in their case, for white America to remember hundreds of years ago. Like I said, our food is not like it's new, but it is not cool that if you could say cities like San Diego, Santa Cruz, Los Angeles, as you guys call it, even though it's called Los Angeles, that's my point. See, if you don't have a hard time saying those names in an American English accent, why the fuck are you deliberately trying to bust, do away with the names of our food and write, read, by gentrify, like, re, basically introducing it to the whole world of TikTok if you have nothing else to show for? For reals. That's just my issue with these people doing that dumb stuff. And the other dumb stuff I did not understand is, like, how is that they're getting away with that, but no one pointed out. But you guys realize they've been saying the same words like us when we say Los Angeles. San Diego, Santa Cruz, and Ventura, which is also called in Spanish for Ventura, and Santa Barbara, which is actually called Santa Barbara. How, how did we not see that, people? That's the other thing I have an issue with, too. You see, the other people that are getting upset about us getting upset with them is that they have no idea how uncultured they really are. I'm not as cultured as every expert person out of Mexico but I, even I know that sounds a little off when you're calling Mexican corn salad then just say esquite or like the way we would say it in, in our typical American you know accent which is esquite you're gonna say it anyways like that anyways you might as well just say it like that because if you do that with the names of the cities I mean what's stopping you from that honestly so that's my point, peeps. I'm trying to make a point here 
that some of these people I feel like are doing this in deliberate measures because like I said they got nothing going on in their lives they got nothing to show for so if it isn't dumb wasteful food trends or, or stupid wasteful dumb antics and tactics is basically gentrifying our food and then trying to you know railroad our culture by running off renaming and redubbing our culture in an English perspective for some kind of palatable kind of experience for their race of people's audiences so you see what I'm trying to say here peeps there's something up with that it's just weird it is just weird but my point is I'm glad all these people are pointing this out I'm glad because this is something that needs to be said we're not like some native people would say about themselves we're not a monolith and we're more than just a bunch of brown people coming here illegally and trying to like live amongst other American, you know, people. We're more than that. And like the trend I saw on TikTok lately as a, and it's basically a joke, but, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, typical Hispanic, Mexican, Latinos and other Latin, Hispanic, Latinos of other variations of Latin America. Basically, we're not doing the traditional jobs that our parents came here to do before. Now we're doing jobs like everybody else. And we're still maintaining our, you know, identities, some of us. And some of us are relearning it, like me. And then there's other of us who are already about that life. And they're already getting normal, regular, American, actual paid jobs. And it's not like they're changing their names for it either. Is not really changing much of their pay, to be honest. But my point is, what is stopping these people from at least understanding what names are actually called and giving credit where it's due, but realizing that that is not yours to take or say? And and for others getting mad at those people for calling them out, I'm just like, you know, you're you're not helping, okay? You're just upset that your buddy or friends or whoever you admire is getting called out. And for you, it ruins your little fantasy. It ruins your perception for them. And I guess for you, you just can't take it. Well, that's your problem then. But my point is, it's good that our brown people are calling it out. Because we need to see that this is not okay. It is not okay to rename things that are already there. It's like inventing something that's already been invented. It's just, it's just crazy. But understand my point here, peeps. There's nothing wrong appreciating someone's culture, but there's something wrong with you taking that and then trying to make money off it, or in this case, get social media buzz and famous out of it. And that's just my belief why these people are doing this bullshit trend, is that they're getting in Insta-famous, they're getting TikTok-famous, and because they see other people getting famous... And they, like I said, they have nothing else to think of or better to do. So what do they do? They go on this weird idea, trying to find something of lucrative, of sorts. And they hop on this thinking, oh, well, it's nothing wrong. There's no harm done. It's not like we don't eat Mexican-Americanized food, Del Taco, Taco Bell, for instance, for example. And partly Jack in a Box, if you guys didn't know that. Yeah, and that's my point. And they think there's nothing wrong with doing that because they think it's already happening within the typical little areas of our country with their own Americanized version of Mexican food. They think, well, why not do that and take that and apply that to actual TikTok and running with it? And that's the thing I'm saying. And that's my point, peeps. It's really just basically a lot of not-so-talented people trying to find something and then get themselves TikTok famous 
and then it's backfiring because some of us who are actually watching it are like, oh, no, hell no, and then basically calling time out. And that's what's really what's going on. There's nothing else but that. That's what's really what's happening, people. So that's really what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing before you. That's what you're seeing after you. And that's what's going to probably continue even after this conversation is said and done. But still. And it's weird. It's gotten to the point where even black TikTok got on, got involved. Which normally, I'm not going to say they shouldn't bother. But for some reason, they evolved themselves. And here we are. And that's what I'm saying. We're here now. And even they're here too. Listening in. Wondering why the hell a bunch of white people think it's okay to just railroad, you know, my Hispanic Mexican race by trying to redub and rename stuff that's not really theirs. And by the way, ceviche, you don't know this, isn't just exclusive to Mexico. It's also parts of other Latin American countries, such as uh, Peru, which is basically their capital state food, if you didn't know that. I learned that too when I was like reading about it like last year, and I was very curious about it, and I loved it. And I like it so much because I was given some of that one time when I was living in Mexico for seven and a half months. And I got some of that. And it was pretty good that my Aunt Sarah made. It wasn't that bad, but it was good. I can't lie. It was good. I mean, the fact that she introduced the idea of adding oil to her eggs and then stirring it up in a bowl. And then the idea of putting her beans, cooked beans I should add, after boiling in an hour or so more in a pot and then putting in a blender and making that smooth creamy rich consistency of you know freed you know fried beans so i'm just saying it's really good stuff so i'm just saying i'm taking you know for for my you know from my perspective it's like a it's like a uh, an adventure and it was awesome to learn that and so that's what i'm saying that's why i can't really like that myself either you see for all these other white people getting upset at us being get, getting upset and them being salty and then other few hispanics being obvious ass kissers and a bunch of sellouts because they're defending those people for doing that which makes you a super coconut by the way which makes a very pocha thing to do by the way which is what it is a sellout even though it probably doesn't mean that but i'm making a point what i'm trying to say is that's what that's what i mean we have a right to call this out because it's like you already have plenty of Mexican-Americanized food here. Why not just stick with your Taco Bells and El Pollo Locos and all your freaking Del Tacos and freaking jack in the boxes of Americanized food and just leave it alone and let it go. And let the authentic Mexican cuisine artisans and chefs and whatnot and actual cooks and inspiring cooks to have their authentic experience to not be glamorized by a bunch of basically half-assed people who are just not really able to figure out anything because they're bored or they're, they're trying to do something different so they can get some basically influencer buzz because I mean all of it's ending up on social media so I'm assuming it's because you want to get famous off of it and not because you really appreciate my culture but you appreciate what you can get you ahead so that's why I'm saying what I'm saying I'm calling your asses out because you need to be called out because you guys are a bunch of basically social media influenced bitches. So I'm just saying the truth. And I'm not feeling bad about it. I don't fucking hurt about this. Fuck. This is my brown people's culture and cuisines. And I'm not going to have people sit there and make a mockery of it or even probably make money off of it and not give it back to my community. 
Because if you're not sending it back to like the people who are at the border, if you're not making any proceeds to give those people some money to come over, if you're not doing any of that and you're trying to make money off my people's culture, then you need to stop doing it. I'm not asking please, I'm just telling you to stop it. Because the point is, my culture is not making any money with you guys plastering it on social media and acting like, oh, whatever, it's cool, blah, blah, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Because for our Hispanic people, that's for us to have. That is my culture, okay? That is our people's opportunity. We should be the only ones allowed and only ones to be showing authentical Mexican cuisine or any authentic Latin American cuisine for TikTok. It shouldn't be anybody remotely white American. It should be mostly those who are Hispanic and Latin in origin are only ones allowed to showcase foods that come from our culture because that is our people's culture. And that's the ones that should be showing it and not you guys. No offense, not sorry. And that's all I got to say about it. That's all I got to say about this, you guys. So whoever's defending those goons and those clods and those clowns, you're an idiot. You're just going into their freaking typical gentrification freaking subplot of basically ass-kissing to them. And they're still not going to respect us or even you for that matter. So I would stop if I were you if I was head. And that's my point. This culture of ours isn't for sale. Or in this case, you shouldn't make a profit off of it if you're not giving it back to us, to our brown people of the community. Especially us, because that's who should have benefited the most on TikTok. Not all these white people trying to just glamorize and just get some glitz and glam because they have nothing else better to do. So they have to go on something and make it trendy because that's the only thing they can think of. It's like, if I take this, then I can make it trendy. I can finally get famous. And that's stupid shit. It's annoying. So stop. And I'm glad, and in fact, I'm so happy that that happened. I hope it continues to happen, that people rain on their parades. So they get the message. Our culture is not to be sold off like your freaking chain restaurants or like in this case, anything else. Because it comes back to our people. It comes back to our people. And that's not what's happening here. It's going to just your people's and just for for commodity purposes not even for us to benefit from which is wrong so yes again whoever's upset i don't care if i offend your feelings today i don't care stay offended i'm defending what's my people's culture because it's not like we're getting any money out of this weird uprising tiktok and instagram trend or youtube trend of sorts if it's happening over there too because i don't know because mostly i've been seeing this stuff on tiktok and not really on Instagram, thank goodness, well, I don't know for sure, I'm going to hold my breath on that one, but my point is, we shouldn't have people of other cultures making, you know, money or even getting famous off of our culture if it's not us representing that because we're supposed to be the ones representing that food and we're supposed to be the only ones, the face of that. Besides, it's not like you go to a Mexican restaurant and you want to see a bunch of white people there, you probably expect an actual Mexican, an actual Hispanic person making the food and then also bringing it out to your table because that's the whole point of authentic Mexican cuisine, okay? And what I'm saying is here is that we don't mind you giving us your business, but we don't want you to make a business off of our food and off of our 
profits to profit for yourself and so you can get famous and make money off of our people because we're blindsided by the ahs and oohs of Instagram or TikTok because of how you're showing it and you're getting all this buzz because you're getting so many likes on there. It's just stupid. So stop. Anyways, peeps, that's all I got to say about this. And and, I, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to keep tabs on TikTok for a while. I'll check in and out because I am on Instagram too still, but not all the time. But I will check every now and then. Even Twitter if I have to, besides YouTube, to see if anyone else is still gentrifying my culture's food. And I'm just saying, and then I'll let you guys know in latter po- podcast uh, recordings that in case that's happening, I'll let you guys know as an update. But other than that, people, all i got to say is this. Thank you for listening. And as always, this is me, Rosie Says, and I will be back hopefully in the next podcast. So don't wait up on that because I'm going to be... Th- keeping tabs on that too okay so bye hey peeps glad you're back again with me for another podcast on deck and this time i want to talk about what's been happening of course with our same favorite topic that we're currently talking about what's happening with us hispanics and latin americans on tiktok and this time it's about kim kardashian I know we're going to talk about how the fact that she just got recently split with Pete Davidson, but that's not why I'm really talking about her. It's about something to do with our people again, and this time she wants to go after one person's specific dress in particular. Well, she says that now, but it's because it's the fact that she did this right after Marilyn Monroe What's even weirder that she's doing this now is that she decided to pick the one person that most of us Hispanic people of the Mexican descent are not very too kind for her to be even trying to do this. And if you guys know who I'm talking about, you will know it's about Selena Quintanilla, okay? Supposedly, a TikTok has been going around and getting so many thousands of over 100,000 likes to be exact that freaking Kim Kardashian... Basically, according to one TikToker, cites that she wants to basically wear Selena Quintanilla's Grammy dress that she won when I think she got her first Grammy. And I think all of that is kind of strange, but this kind of ties in when you think about what's been happening with our food being gentrified by white people as of late. Now it seems like it's going on even with the celebrity world of stuff. And I guess for them, if it isn't our food they want to gentrify it, it's basically the people that are beloved in our culture, which is bizarre to me. And I think it's odd. And I think it's creepy. Because she did one time wore a costume of Selena Quintanilla's inspired, but it was for Halloween. But it really wasn't because it's because of Halloween purposes. Now it's more like because she wants to do it because of what she did with the Marilyn Monroe kind of thing, what was happening, and sort of like trying to like, I guess you could say, get under her skin so she can just, you know, absorb her essence somehow and probably like, you know, be like her and stuff. 
Because apparently she's, you know, needing ideas. Because I think because she's bored with all this money she has. And some people are adamant is really happening. I have nothing wrong with people, you know, when it comes to fans being a fan. And I think it's okay because, you know, fans, you know, like to, you know, sometimes emulate, sometimes dress up. But do you know? I'm just saying, like, do you know that she wouldn't be the only one trying to play dress up as Selena? Because there's a bunch, of, and I've been seeing this lately on my Instagram. And I've been seeing a lot of, you know, Hispanic women and even some Hispanic men, believe it or not, are even, you know, they're cross-dressing and they are dressing like the late singer Selena. But this is the weird thing. Some of them are actually performing at some places already as Selena and it's one of those contribute kind of weird band thingies. So that's the kind of thing I'm wondering if she's trying to do something like that, if that's really the case. All I can say is there's nothing wrong with fans, you know, being a fan of somebody. But it's really weird that she would want to wear something of a of a dead woman that was once on her body. And basically kind of do like the creepy under the skin kind of thing. And just be like, try to absorb her energy and just be like her. I'm sorry this to say this to her, Kimberly. Since your sign is a Libra and hers is Aries, you guys are already going to tussle anyways as it is because she's more energetic and more all there, all impulsive and just like, you know, was just like a bombing full, full of hyper happy energy. And you're just like this very sophisticated kind of woman who's just so enamored into beauty and aesthetics and stuff. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm not surprised that she's doing this again because right after she did that with Marilyn Monroe and before that knowing that she already wore her inspired like look for Halloween and not her actual not her actual last concert outfit but you know it is a little strange that she wants to do that cuz you know she already already had done that to Marilyn Monroe which you know she's like a sex icon so and I'm not saying that that's the same thing in Selena's case but it's kind of weird that she wants to do that but you know the problem is what I have though with this idea is that because the family of the Quintanillas are not exactly on good terms with one another if not not good terms in general how the public has received them and I'm not even sure how much you want to bet that they're going to not let her not wear that. Because I feel like, because like some people pointed out about Mr. Quintanilla, the singer. Because remember, there's two Quintanilla Abrahams. And we're not talking about Junior, which is Selena's brother. We're talking about Singer. So we're going to say his name. Quintanilla Singer might be more inclined to do it because for him, he gets you know money off of it. After all, I read somewhere already, he sued a band that was a Selena tribute band. And that was someone, I think, out of New York. I read somewhere. And I thought that was odd because, you know, this is just their fans making their fans. But I think it's odd because 
you know, their fans don't really have much of a say than her family does because apparently that's their daughter and that's their family member. So, of course, I don't mind that they have more say about her wearing a Grammy dress. But unfortunately, the fans, no matter how much we protest about her wearing such a beautiful, iconic dress, it won't happen because unless Quintanilla Sr. and Mrs. Quintanilla allow it. Even though if we try to beg, uh, you know, A.B. Jr. to not let his sister's dress go but fall into the world's most human um, leech of design. I'm not trying to say she is a leech, but I'm just saying she's just giving me under the skin vibes like Bill Bob vibes from the Silent of the Hill. Where he basically killed people and put their skin on his body. And that's what Kim Kardashian's giving me after... You know, her talking about, you know, wanting Marilyn Monroe's hair and then wanting her actual dress to wear, which was basically thread by her body type and size. So it was odd that after that, that she pretty much damaged it. But because she's trying to emulate these iconic women's, you know, aesthetic, because for her, she wants to feel something because now she's trying to basically carve out her own like, let's just say she wants to make her own image, but she can't seem to get out of the shadow of not having her own carved out image because, you know, she was part of that Kardashian empire. And that's what people know her as, but not as Kim herself, it seems. Whether she was already on someone else's arm for a while or not. Because, like I said, she's recently single, so not surprised there. I'm just saying, guys, it's a little strange that she wants to be wearing a dress from her. But like I said, um, it wouldn't surprise me if she ends up wearing it because of how much of a sellout Mr. Quintanilla Singer is, basically. I'm not sure if his daughter or his son would be sellouts, but I'm positive it's going to be Singer being a sellout because he pretty much is, is the one running the show because, you know, he's the one... You know, who, like I said, his band was from Los Dinos. And that was his band before it became Selena's band. But it was originally his band. So basically, it's his idea. So, you have to deal with that. And the, the fact of the matter is, for him, making all this money, it just makes perfect sense. Because why not? He just gets money off of idiot people who want to get idiot ideas. And he gets idiot money so he can get idiotly rich and I'm just saying idiotically rich I should say if he values his daughter I would say to Kim no but he she could always dress herself up with an inspired Grammy dress on Halloween again she can do that not actually go under her skin crawling kind of vibes like some kind of creepy designer leech and just basically try to absorb the energy just because she wants to feel like the, the iconic Selena. The thing is, we have to tell people like Kim this. You can never be someone you never were meant to be anyways. You have to be yourself or nothing. Okay? I'm not sure what it is, why people want to be like her. I see a lot of other Hispanic women, besides some men, trying to dress like Selena Quintanilla. And they think by doing that, they're going to basically capture her essence of her spirit. But the problem is, you you get it enough by her music. Okay? And that should be enough... In any way. You can never be someone like her. You, you can only be yourselves. 
So what you should take from this podcast today is that try being your best version of you, even if it's boring. I know things are boring, and I get that, but you have to want to be yourself. And like I said, nothing wrong with cosplaying, nothing wrong with trying to be a certain character from a show or from a movie or from a favorite music video. And you're just doing some kind of cosplay appreciation. But don't do this just because you have idiot cash loads amount of money. And you just want to go under the skin kind of vibe like this chick. And then just be creepy weird about it. And I'm not sure if this is because of anything that recently happened in her life. That made her make this decision where she's trying to carve out her own image. But that's the sense I get. Is that she wants to have her own image. Not be associated to being Kanye's ex, you know, wife and not being a Kardashian family member. Just basically being a face among the Kardashians, but not being just her self out of that shadow, I, I like to say. And, and I'm just thinking that that's just what I'm assuming. That's what she's doing, this stuff. Besides being a creepy, under-the-skin kind of designer leech because she has, like, no other taste or nothing in correlation that she can identify because you know even though she is Armenian basically she is white so for her to do that thing with Marilyn Monroe it just made more sense because she's a white girl okay she might have dark hair it might be an Arabic you know Russian person but that doesn't mean she's Latina necessarily either but yes we look almost similar but we're not all the same and besides to be honest Selena Quintanilla has more indigenous blood than she would ever, and so she, it just wouldn't make any sense anyways. It's sort of a waste of time on her part, but I understand why she's doing it, because of the whole glamorous aspect of the sexual icon that she's trying to absorb and trying to manifest into herself because she wants to carve out her own weird little path by emulating someone of the past that is no longer here with us. But it doesn't really work that way. If you just you're better off if you just be yourself at this point even if you are associated to your family which is sad and also an ex-husband which was part of your identity which is even worse and more sad but the point I'm making is that what is wrong with just not trying to be yourself you know it's just odd but I know why she's doing it because she wants to have her own identity away from those associated people which is her family and her ex-husband since that's what people pretty much know her now as as an ex-wife of Kanye's and then the Kardashian empire that it is but that's what they but that's how we're gonna know her anyways I don't really know her for anything else to be honest that's the only reason why we all know Kim anyways not just the sexy but the whole fact that their show on E and all that stuff that's why. That's all she had going for her, to be honest. But this thing that she's basically experimenting on is a little bit, you know, foolhardy. And again, it's sort of like what's happening with the TikTok trends and the Instagram Insta-famous trends. It's just the same story, same kind of song and dance, same floor formula, same race of white people. Not that surprising. That she's trying to borrow stuff and make something of her own out of it. But it's just not going to work like that. You either are or you aren't. And I'm just going to say this. Just, you know, 
Stick to Halloween. Cosplaying, Kim, if you're listening to this. Just stick with cosplaying Selena Quintanilla as a Halloween idea, but nothing more as some kind of weird, out-of-the-skin, leech-like designer crap because you have nothing else better going on for your life. Don't be re-inspired by trying to copy others. Just be yourself and make something new up yourself. Maybe borrow an element from Marilyn Monroe. Borrow an element from Selena Quintanilla and combine the two together, but just don't try to be the whole aesthetic yourself and just try to run with that. It's just creepy and it's weird and it's lame, it's pathetic, and it's also unoriginal. It's boring if you do it, that's what I'm saying. You would suck right now in the Hispanic, Latin American, specifically Mexican, American, and Mexican of Mexico's community if you fucking try to touch something that ain't yours, which is Selena's authentic gowns, dresses, clothes, pants, whatever. And even her also bedazzled bras, don't even touch them, okay? Basically, everyone already is having their sights set on killing Yolanda. Don't be the second person they want to kill next. That's all I gotta say, because these people of the Quintanilla fan base, they really go hard. If not harder, for this deceased, elegant, and astronomical, amazing woman, okay? For us, that was our inspiration. You will just probably just ruin our people's culture by basically degrading her essence by you wearing it. Not because you're a trashy person, but you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And you're not doing it for because you're a fan. You're just doing it because it's just a trend to just hop on this thing white people are now doing again, which is see something from a different culture, make money off of it, get famous off of it, but not contribute back to our people. So there's really no point for you to do it, is what I'm saying. So therefore, just don't bother. I know Mr. Senior Quintanilla is a sellout. I'm not surprised. And we all who is listening to this podcast should not be either. But let's hope the wife isn't a sellout like her husband. And let's hope the children are not either. Because that's who we're hoping for. I have no hopes for Senior. But I do have hopes for Junior, A.B. Junior, and his sister Susie and his wife. Because... Maybe they can knock some sense into him because the dude is just thinking cash, okay? Dude's all about that cash life. And that's the unfortunate part because he probably will more than likely be inclined for her stupid idiotic offer. Because why not? It's money and like ring ring and ding ding and cha-ching ching. Why not? You know? Why not? But anyways, peeps, like I said... I talk more about this, but I'm going to keep waiting and keeping tabs on that TikTok to see if that is also going to come out of the woodwork. If that's in circulation, if this comes out to pass, if it does not, that would be awesome if this was just made up fodder. But other than that, it wouldn't surprise me, actually. But it's amazing to see everyone like, oh, hell no, in an uproar and just like, you know what? Let's knit this shit in the bud because it's the last thing white people need to be doing. It's not only gentrifying our food. But gentrifying our icons too. What gives? That was totally uncalled for. Yet for hundreds of years, if not these last six plus years, we've been going through onslaughts of hate towards our Hispanic people, specifically Mexicans in general, just because it's just easy just to turn us into some kind of human punching bag of some shit source. So that's what I'm saying. 
I'm not here for it. I'm not cool for that. I'm not. I'm not selling that. I'm not co-signing. I'm not doing nothing for that. Except we're just now defending our people when we need each other the most. And if this is the only way to bring us together, I really hope we can be like this with other more important stuff. Not saying our food and culture isn't important, and not saying Selena Quintanilla, our icon, is not important. No. But if we can do the same thing with other relatable topics, like what just happened in freaking Mexico with this guy uh, two years ago that was killed over the Monarch Groves over there in my mom's old home state of Michoacan, which is about the endangered life of these butterflies called the Monarch Butterflies. If we can have more protests like that and be in an uproar for these bugs and also the lives of the people affected by the cartels, I think we can see how much power we have that we didn't think we had in our arsenal if we actually put our minds to it and unify in this. Instead of just idiotically complaining about stupid stuff and stuff that made no sense. I'm just saying, guys, we have to make sense about this stuff. We have to put our priorities straight. Yet, these are priorities that we should pretty much point out that we need to know, too. But this is just one of many priorities we have to take and consider. Like I said... Those monarch butterflies need milkweed plants, and we don't have enough of it. And this is why they're now on the distinction page. They're this close to becoming extinct. Now, they're on the, you know, watch list of those animals that are impacted, or bugs, impacted by climate change, people, deforestation. See, if we can really have those important aspects of communication... And conversation on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, besides Facebook and YouTube. I'd like to have more of that. And if anyone still uses Snapchat there too, I'd like to hear more of those conversations circulating the pipeline of social media. I would love it more, but then we got this shit to deal with, and that's just annoying in itself. And that's all I gotta say, peeps, about that. Like I said, keep in mind what's really more important, but unfortunately... This is an issue too, at least for my Hispanic Mexican culture, at least. So, I guess that's it, peeps. And for that, I'll see you on the next podcast because you know who it is. It's me, Rosie Says, and I'm telling you guys, I'm going to keep tabs on this. And I'll let you guys know the latest update to see if this really thing does pan out or not. So again, see you on the next podcast.